And we're live. Hello, and thanks for tuning in. This is the Superboss Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Harrison O, and I'm joined by Luke Tran. Hello. And Ian Ewell. Ugh. Dude, feels. Feels right. But here, we talk about what's going on in the nerd world, ranging from movies, comics, to video games. If you're a new listener, we start off by talking about what we've been up to lately and any cool news we've heard. But before we're jumping into our main topic, which today it's about static versus dynamic games, I'll probably go into detail later on. But what's up, guys? How's it going? Dude, I I said this just a second ago, but I ate an entire bag of those Airhead Bites <laughs> and a can of Red Bull. And it, while you're doing it, it's like, oh, yeah, um, mm, it's so tasty. Mm-mm-mm. Mm, 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 mm. And then, like ten minutes later, you're just like, Ugh. Do you have the shakes or something? No, it's just my stomach is just. What did you? What? See, what is all this processed sugar you just? Put if you always eat garbage, your body doesn't know any better. Mm. I just think so it's, it's normal. Just okay yeah. with it. No, right, right, right. It like adapts to the the fire that you're setting inside of it. <laughs> Becomes a garbage yeah. dumpster on fire. Speaking of a garbage dumpster on fire. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) No, that's not nearly as bad. Okay. I've just been playing a lot of Division 2 lately because... Oh, okay. It's usually like if I'm on during the day, since Mm -hmm. no one else tends to be on, I'll just play that. Yeah. It's it's a game. It's a game. Is it... Because I remember when it first came out, uh, and for those that don't know, Division's the um, Division Two. It's like an open world MMO shooter type of thing. Um, still, is it still? It is an open esque world semi MMO looter shooter RPG thing. There we go. There we go. It is if it comes from Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. And Ubisoft, probably in the past, I want to say four years, has kind of known infamously for their games being these weird amalgamations of almost every single video game in existence. It's like they pick, yeah, they like pick and choose aspects of yeah. like certain genres, and it just here's you here's a Ubisoft. Yeah, everything just turns into this Explore. open world crafting light RPG self insert story thing. And Division Two is definitely that, because <laughs> it. Uh, I think it's, I bought it for cheap too. As, as yeah, when point. it was out for three dollars. Yeah, that's what it was trying to promote. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's. I don't know if it's fun. It's something to do. <laughs> I, like I, the more I think about it, the more I think why I'm just not playing Monster Hunter, but I think I'm just taking a break from Monster Hunter because I played so much lately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because people would always talk about another looter shooter MMO light type game, which is Destiny. They'd always say, oh, the the shooting, it, it feels good. And like going to a different shooter game, which is Division, it makes a lot more sense. Oh, but so it's like... partly I think it's kind of cheating because Destiny is first person. Well, yeah. uh, Division Two is third person, but that's right. Shooting guns feels very. It's like cool. it's a cover shooter, right? Essentially, that's almost that's what it wants to be. It but wants it, to be Gears of War. It's, it's not. 
yeah. a cover shooter, really. Hmm. I don't know. There, there's a bunch of we can get back into it. it, it yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll probably touch on it later with the topic. I've been playing a more than normal amount of Division Two. Okay. So, <laughs> are you? Would you still play it, or is it just kind yeah, of? Yeah, I'm like still that? gonna play it, especially. I'm almost to the end game, which is. Oh, okay. I feel like generally a lot of these looter shooter games kind of tend to be a slog until mm-hmm. you get to the quote unquote end game. Yeah. And you can actually do builds and stuff. Yeah. You can, you're not just because I'm still at that point where if the gear I have is a higher level, I just automatically put it on, even if it's worse. Yeah. Just because it, it is a higher level piece of gear. But once you hit end level, you actually have to like stop and think about what you want, which is more interesting mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Or more importantly, what looks the coolest? Aesthetics. Also true. Ugh. Is that all you've been playing? I mean, it's the most interesting thing that I've been playing that oh, you know, yeah. everybody knows I usually don't play. Because everybody knows I play Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah. But... Break the mold. Uh, dude, shit, man. It feels like I've been playing everything. Um, mostly just because <laughs> I picked up where I left off on a lot of different things and then ended up beating them all. Oh, that's like right. Last week. So I found out I thought I beat Dark Souls, but then I realized I hadn't beat Dark Souls because I wanted to go back and play like New Game Plus. So then I just beat the boss and I actually beat Dark Souls. I was like, all right. Well, I'll just hop back into Dark Souls 2 then, since I just beat the first one. And I had left off like halfway through Dark Souls 2, so I beat it this past week. So I beat 1 and 2. And then I was like, well, since I'm playing all these Souls games, why don't I play a Souls-like game like Hollow Knight? <laughs> and so I started playing Hollow Knight. Uh, and then I also started streaming Ori in the Blind Forest. Oh, where can you find, where can you find that stream? Oh my god! Follow me on a uh, to Twitch, uh, twitch.com backslash real shake, R E A L S H A K E, or don't you know? <laughs> nothing ever really happens. Oh, no, commit it. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, go. Yeah, you know. But yeah, so I've been playing that. It, it feels like a lot of Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of realizing that. Why aren't you playing I mean, Dark Souls Three? Uh, I guess I just wanted like an inter something different between like a little, a little space time, you know, gotcha. a, space mm-hmm. a little bit of 2D yeah. action. Yeah. Yeah. I really loved, uh, Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight's really fun. I like, I watched it a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, way back when it was first came out years ago. Um, but I ended up like I only watched a little bit of it because I was like, "Oh, that's a game that I'm gonna play eventually," and like I don't know how many years that's been out, but that many years later, here we are. And you're not done with it yet, right? No, um, no, no, no. Um, it's such a big game. I don't know. It's pretty pretty massive from what I'm finding out. Yeah. Do you think you're gonna get a Silk Song at some point, or do you think Hollow Knight is enough? I don't know. I think I would have to get to the end to see. 
I I've heard a lot of good things about Silk Song though, so we'll see. Yeah, because I mean, it was, it was originally supposed to only be a DLC, and then yeah. it's like, oh, we keep we're they're just adding so much. Yeah, just make it don't stand. Oh no, game. this is its own game. Yeah, right. It's pretty cool. I I don't know. I'm not somebody who because like I played Moonlighter. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really fun, but I probably won't get the DLC just because I'm not. I don't. You've know. gotten what you wanted out of it. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm not. I don't know. I I never really find a lot of motivation to do DLC stuff. But this is more like this is its own standalone game now, though. That's true, and so yeah, I, I might. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I might pick. I might. I'll probably get. But I guess eventually. finish Hollow Knight first. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, mean, I still I, need to work on that. I, I probably will. I'll probably pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, I still need to work on that too. That's yeah. on the list. Yeah, like seeing you play it, I was like, ooh. Ooh. You feel that itch. Feel that itch. Um, yeah, that's uh and Monster Hunter, of course. Um Yeah, that's about it. What about you? Helison. So Last time you were talking about how you were playing Ori, and right. one night I was just like done with studying, almost done. Holy shit! But um, I was just like, you know what? Like, um, my girlfriend was just studying on her own, but she was like actually like super like focused, hyper focused, and I was just like branded. Uh-huh. So I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna try to play something on my Switch that's not Animal Crossing. So I just went through <laughs> my like. I went through my list of games uh-huh. and you know, I was I was just thinking, oh okay, what should I play? And I kept thinking, oh maybe Ori. No, I don't have that on here. Ooh, I should play Celeste some more. And then it was funny because we were talking about how I think Luke was saying how tight we were talking about how what was it? What's the game? Battle Block Theater wasn't you were saying how it wasn't super tight. Well I just remembered you saying that and then playing Celeste, it just reminded me like this is a really solid it has really solid controls like super mm. basic like yeah. you only have two i think buttons that you mainly worry about and then just movement mm. and then tri- and trigger but it's it's like the controls it's, are it's very simple broken down yeah, yeah yeah it's broken down to like very simple mechanics mm-hmm. but the depth of which you use those is it's in- yeah it's it, awesome it, mm-hmm. so i actually made progress i finished the world then I, I feel I realized I was like halfway through, so I just finished it out mm-hmm. and I'm making progress. So I'm probably gonna play that occasionally. Cause now Animal Crossing is just I I technically finished the quote unquote story. Uh-huh. And I can terraform now. I just don't know how to make what I want to do with my island. Right. And then Oh, dude. Yeah. Sorry, no, I, going a little tangent about that. Uh there's a speedrunner streamer that I watch. Oh yeah. Um, named Grand Pooh Bear. And he he and then like a few other streamers were doing a um it's l- like survivor like the reality tv mm-hmm. they basically did a stream show of that but in animal crossing animal crossing yeah yeah really? so like the a girl like hosted it one of the streamers hosted it and mm-hmm. I, I think it's her stream name's dragon feeny i think um so yeah she hosted it and then they had like the red team and the blue team and then they like set up these little like cameras and like a confessional session where like 
one person would like run off and like go do a confessional and she like had all these like activities planned like it was really cool the whole thing was great it was really funny to see and it's like crazy. they all had like their they, they were all streaming at all at different times so different different people's chats were like interacting and it, mm-hmm. it was great. it was great Man. now so i've much- seen the my girlfriend did this too in animal crossing where one of her friends made a maze on their Ooh. island Ooh. Yeah. and you would just invite people and people would run through the maze to try and get the prize whatever it was really a lot of people are doing some really cool things with animal crossing not There's... just like fun games but i've seen someone basically change the entire aesthetic of their island to be almost like a japanese suburb oh so, yeah i think i saw like, that wow there's the, the even like the ground has stone pavement yeah. and the walls have that aesthetic of like the tiling and the roofing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or someone just wants to make a giant flower field and so they just literally dig up everything and just plant flowers plant flowers <laughs> i think someone made like uh Ze- i forgot which zelda but they made the world that oh yeah i saw that, Did you see that? yeah That's they copied dope. the original uh i think it was linked to the past i think it was linked to the past too That's i think pretty that dope. was the one but it was really cool to like just look at like it's funny because my girlfriend's been looking she at one point she's just been looking up a lot of like islands just to get ideas of how she wants to make them mm-hmm. and then we just end up just getting sucked in and just watching <laughs> all these different islands and we're like yeah. man what the fuck do i do <laughs> yeah right yeah but yeah just been playing that um yeah playing destiny it's just are you done with like, finals or is that next this I, coming week this coming i just finished one today i finished the presentation wednesday so i have only one left so i have like a week essentially what are you gonna time. what are you gonna play once you're Dude, done i i'm mm. <laughs> you're gonna be free I, you know what i'm gonna be investing way more time in final fantasy i'm gonna try to finish that as soon as possible because i want to like kind of give a quick review on that because i know you've been because i know you mentioned um the ending and i think you wanted yeah i'm curious i want to go back and listen to that episode Mm -hmm. and then we could just play i didn't talk about it too much i I didn't have much to say i was like i remember saying oh yeah this is really cool i like the graphics i like what they're doing with the battle system but I, i wasn't that far from what i remember like me being further now you know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna wait until I finish, and then I'll probably give a better review on that. Nice. Yeah. But that yeah, is probably hard to explain that uh, this past yeah. week too, a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I want to try it on the. I've been playing, so I've been playing. Um, I figured out how to stream it onto my computer because you can do PlayStation Stream. I forgot Remote Play, and yeah. it's just because um, my girlfriend's been studying, so it's just my way of like, oh, I can just. Make sure she does falsely. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, I just reliability. get reliability. Yeah. So just and it's my way of still trying to chip away at it. But by the time I want to play it, it's late at night and I'm dead tired. <laughs> yeah. And it makes me really upset. <laughs> I've seen you just like vegged out on the couch, just <laughs> like with a blanket over you, like, uh I think, yeah. <laughs> I remember you walked out, you're like, you good? I was like, Yeah. Yeah. Going to bed. <laughs> but funny. yeah that's gonna be the first game that i'm gonna work on right after finals no doubt hell yeah hell yeah no doubt no doubt no doubt um yeah but that's pretty much all i've been playing 
I'm I'm kind of have more time now. I mean, I only have to study for one test, so it's kind of I've hit senioritis 2.0. It's really bad. Jesus, it's so bad. I still have one class, so it's like don't, just don't fuck up. Yeah, essentially don't fuck up. But yeah, that's about it. Um, do we just want to move on to cool super boss shit that we've heard in the past? I what know exactly what we, all, yeah, three three all three of us are going to say the same I thing. Think we're all going to talk about Assassin's yeah. Creed Valhalla. Assassin's Creed yeah. Valhalla. Woo. Did, did, did Actually, uh, I have something else too later on, but we can talk. I kind of do too, right but now. this is okay. the main, this is the big one. Cool, cool. It, I mean, it's honestly the biggest piece of news I think we've had in the last. Uh, Actually, no, I do have. So I think, um, oh, I am going to forget his name. The guy who was, I think he helped found E3? Um, Jeff Keighley. Jeff Keighley, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, Game Awards. Game Awards, sorry. Yeah. Jeff Keighley just announced his, um, the Summer Game Fest. Yes. Yes. I uh, saw a headline of that. Do you know yeah. Any, sorry, what? Any, no, I was going to say, do you know any of the details on that? Um, I mean, it's, it's not nothing concrete now. Right but, now. Okay. I think it's mainly just because, you know, a lot of the studios aren't working. All the conferences have been canceled. It's just, mm-hmm. it's his idea of, it's, I think, mainly to help spur on developers mm-hmm. to be like, you know, don't, don't get super upset. You know, you still have a bunch of fans. Um, it's going to be a cool way to celebrate what you have. And it's, going to be a cool little debut and i mean he founded um the game awards so it's not like it's his first foray into doing some sort of show right um, planning yeah yeah i'm sure it'll be really cool but it's just it's something i heard that i think they made the announcement today and it's, yeah. it's something to look forward to since e3 is canceled right Yo, i think it's, it's like the website is like a like some kind of psychedelic acid trip I like their uh, aesthetic here. <laughs> uh, I did see that headline, so I was going to look into it a little bit later. I think I just saw it right before we started podcasting. So, yeah. And then, I, and then besides the stats, because I know we're going to talk about that more, I also heard um, apparently, well, it ties with Assassin's Creed because Xbox is going to have their event next week. They're going to showcase their game or, or I think a gameplay. Oh, let me yeah, see. they're having. They're having- Gameplay of Gameplay Valhalla. Valhalla, yeah. But they're also debuting a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, a lot of other stuff. But cool. I think the the headline is Assassin's Creed Valhalla, since that just got announced. It's gonna be sick. Yeah. Next gen happening next week. What are you gonna talk about, Ian? Uh, um, so it, it's just something interesting to me that <clears throat> excuse me that uh, interested me because. I've only played like one Gears of War game, but oh, I'm super into like strategy games tactics. and stuff like that. Yeah, so Gears Tactics like just kind of came out, and I guess because I don't pay attention too much to Gears of War, not that it's not good, I just don't pay attention. <laughs> uh, it just kind of came out of nowhere, at least mm-hmm. for me. So I was like, I feel oh, like, yeah, Ge- Gears of War is a weird franchise to me because whatever the first two i remember were like really big deal on the release 
especially mm-hmm. the first one. The first then one for sure. Come the third, I think a lot of like the third, it, it still has its fans, obviously, but I don't know as many people who got Gears of War three than I do one or two. I re- yeah, I, I agree with you. I remember in high school, a lot of us got, I remember hearing more about two. Then when three dropped, it was like there was hype, but I, I remember there was like a lot of jokes about it too. Hmm. But now, yeah, I think two is just more, more fun. Hmm. Or I just remember two more. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I was interested and it looks, it looks interesting too. And it seems like it's getting some good feedback. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I see it now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, and I, I love like XCOM and those kind of games like that. So, oh, I might give it a shot because I have it on yeah. my Game Pass. Oh, sick! Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it looks like X XCOM. That looks really yeah. Cool. It's basically just XCOM, but but with, with gears. gears paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This looks cool. I might look into it too. Yeah. Huh. Neat. Very neat. But the coolest thing this week. <laughs> Did all of you guys watch the trailer? Yeah, I did. Okay. Did you read? I think there was a Eurogamer article talking more about the game itself. Yeah, it dealt. It like it, started t- talking more. Yeah, about did you guys it. happen to read that one as well? I did get to read that. Yes. Uh, I read an article about it. I don't know if it was that one, but I like skimmed through some points about it yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to hear. Like, so Harrison is a big fan of the way Assassin's Creed's been, like, the trend it's been going to this open-world RPG. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of the fuddy-duddy who liked it when it was old school. Mm. I mean, that's like half-based, though, I will say. Yeah, like, are you... Do you have a foot in either camp of how you like Assassin's Creed, or do you just... You just like the franchise? I know you like the franchise, but, like, do you care either way? I... Yeah, I, I fucking love the, like, the story and the history and, and the lore around it and all that. Um, in terms of like the games and the gameplay, I really loved Brotherhood. Um, Solid. Yeah, like that was great. Um, one, I think I liked one and I think looking back, like one, I enjoyed like, it because to me, it was something One is very new. special. One it's was, just um, it's kind of dated in terms of just overall yeah. game design, yeah. but but it was. But I remember and like I when remember, it came out, it was it was a very special game. No, I remember this, Luke, was because I remember you were over at my house and you were like, "Dude, check out this trailer." Yeah, like, okay. It was E3, and I was like, yeah. "You gotta watch this trailer." You gotta watch this trailer. I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then we were watching it. I was like, "Wait, how is he able to just scale that building? Like, you can actually <laughs> maneuver." That, yeah. I think the tech, like the gameplay and tech behind it at the time, was insanely dope. Yeah, it was like a, like a, uh, what is it? Like a, uh, it was like a milestone. A milestone. Yeah, like, okay. uh, yeah, like it, it, it broke into like a new area, a new territory of, of like game design. And- yeah, I think it was just cool to like see like a character and they they just point out, hey, you can climb up this wall. Hey, mm-hmm. that thing is sticking out. You can actually reach for it. And it's like yeah. the, the Skyrim before Skyrim. The like, Skyrim you before see Skyrim. that mountain? You can climb it. 
And then Sasker's like, see this building? You can climb it. You can climb it. But so going back, I so I have felt this with every game, though. And that's kind of why I got out of playing them was they are all repetitive in their in how and how it works. Like it's there's a target. You do these like side things to like get more information, and then you go assassinate the target. The classic Ubisoft fashion. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, it, after a while, it's like all right, uh, you're done. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I mean, not that that's not fun, but I guess just for me, it's like after a while, I a, a lot of people have summed up where like the first ten hours are great. But then you just keep playing the same 10 hours for the next 40 hours. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. I, at some point, it's like, I'm just playing this to see where the story goes. Mm-hmm. So that's... And, most, and I think that... My, yeah, I mean, because I know the older ones were always like, oh, you have this area, you mm-hmm. do all these tasks, and then you do the mission. Or you just do the mission, and then to get the next one, you have to keep exploring and do tasks. Right. And it's, it's like, oh, you just open up the map. But... yeah. Um, I will say, did you play? I was going to say, that being said, I've only played the first, second Brotherhood. And I watched uh, the third one. And then basically nothing after that. You started for it though, right? Which, uh, that's Black Flag. Yeah. 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 So actually, uh, like, Maybe years later, yeah. I, I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, like uh, you recently, again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked up the fourth one for the first time, and it was, it it was good. Uh, it, the beginning, I've only played the very beginning of it, um, which was more kind of of the same stuff, but it was also just like, this is how you play the game, kind of thing. And I remember I just got to like the the boat section where you like get your own boat and you have your own crew and stuff. Oh, you stopped um, there. Yeah, so I stopped there, and so that's probably where it like gets vastly different. And so we'll see, we'll see. I, I still plan on playing that one out. Um, the reason I'm excited for um, that, all all that being said, the reason I'm excited for this one is because they're talking about uh, your settlement and how the player would have like a hub that they'd be incentivized to go back to, and which kind of reminds me of why i liked brotherhood a lot was because you were like you had your own yeah your your own little areas yeah you had your villa you could like build it up you had your assassin bros Mm -hmm. and so if if that's kind of a similar vein with uh valhalla like mm, get me in there i want to go raid some let's go on our ships and raid raid night with the boys (laughs) do some pillaging the they did homes. mention raids, I think. So that's a very yeah. Problem. They're in the article. They had mentioned that yeah. you would raid castles for material, and then hell yeah, bring the materials back so you could upgrade your settlement. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. That that yeah, a, a lot like. of people are like. expecting it. There's a lot of speculation because I want to say the head writer um, was also doing a lot of writing for Bioware. Mm. Um, especially with Dragon Age Inquisition, mm-hmm. a lot of people are expecting something like um, Skyhold from Inquisition, where it's like 
you have your fortress and all your mm-hmm. people and then you can like visit the key companions you have yeah oh and stuff okay yeah. i'm just excited because the team that's built making this game is the same one that did black flag revelations and origins. Uh, our origins so those are the ones i like so far so <laughs> it's i have a feeling i'll be cool with it sick yeah i'm <laughs> i'm excited because it looks cool but i'm also very tentative just because I mean, you guys know my stance, but for our listeners, I really don't like the RPG aspects of where the game is going. And I, I think it's kind of a lost cause for me to expect that they'll ever go back to the more Assassin's Creed 2 Black Flag Unity style game. Because mm. I think if you just look at it sales wise, Odyssey and Origins have done really well. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm I'm not a huge not a huge fan of I I can forgive the RPG aspects part of it, um, but also just Ubisoft's game design lately. This is kind of exacerbated when I've been playing Division Two, where the map is really big, but there's not a lot to do. That's mm. like meaningful. That's how I, I kind of felt that with having only played maybe like two or three hours of Odyssey, mm-hmm. which is nothing. Like I'm still on the tutorial island there's just so much to the game that like just... both of you have been like oh i played this but i've only finished like how to play the game i was like damn it, <laughs> damn it. i mean having played odyssey it's just the combat just feels wonky to me yeah. I, I think don't, you just I don't gotta like play the skill more. system because i don't and this is what kind of irks me on like reading some stuff online it's like oh go back to how the old assassin's creed combat was i'm like so you like having to just sit there and wait to counter and then just have a string of kills that you just kind of click X, 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 X. It's a power See, trip. and I think part of it is maybe I had a different experience playing through the old Assassin's Creed games, but I was never, like, the only time I would do that, like, run in, just push X, was when I was goofing off. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was seriously playing the game, I didn't actively try and pick out fights. I would try and play as stealthily as possible. Uh, where I, because th- that's how I play. Opinion, the design of Origins and Odyssey has pushed the game more to be action RPG, and so combat is a bigger portion of missions in general. But you don't have to. You don't have to, but then like I don't, I don't play like that. This person's two levels above you, so you can't really stealth kill them. Oh, I do though. It's satisfying because I try to. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, I mean, that's how I play. So that's why it's like kind of interesting to hear you say that because I actually try to avoid combat at all costs, clear out a fort without ever getting noticed, even if it's like a higher level, because I think that's even more of a fun challenge. Hmm. Yeah, like, I'm not saying you can't. Yeah. Because you, you totally can. Because, like, there's obviously, like, you have your what, your melee, your ranged, and your stealth builds. Isn't that right? There's the three skill trees. Yeah. So essentially, those. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, It's like I said, like maybe it's maybe the game will feel better as I play it, but Mm -hmm. I'm at least hoping they tone down the scope of the game for Valhalla. Because if the map is huge Uh, and you are sailing in your little longboat across rivers, it's going to take a long time to like get anywhere that it annoys me. Because another thing, I just I don't like fast traveling. I like to just go as the game intends me to go. And so when the map is, as big as it is, it's 
kind of annoying to me. So it's just weird little nitpicks, but I think it's a lost cause for me to argue. Like they should go back to like the central city and that's it. Mm. Mm, Cause I guess, yeah, I guess I got tired of like playing every one of the games. I got tired of just having that city and they just started filling it up. Like unity. I actually don't, I hate the city design. I love, okay, no, I love the city. I just hate how they just fill it up with things that didn't matter. Yeah, everything's just peppered. Like, yeah, do this 30 second like, interaction. Traversing it was dope. It's amazing. Parkouring around the city feels great. But then, like, but then all this stuff to just get better. Like, you know, you have to, like, you progress by increasing armor and all that stuff in that one. And it was like, it was just tedious and it just didn't feel, I didn't feel like playing the game. I just finished the story and then I was done with the game because I was like, this is not worth my time. While I think recently they finally figured out, oh, let's just not, let's just pepper it with certain things. And then it got better. And I think Origins was when it finally was like, hey, we can have these side quests that we've had before somewhat, but treat it like Witcher in that these side quests actually have a story. So it actually became more instead of just fetching and going to this area, killing this guy, it became more like, oh, I actually I, I actually felt like I was doing something, even though it's tasks along the way, but it's like, oh, you're still playing like a story type thing. Yeah, there's like actual cutscenes and a side mm-hmm. quest instead of just mm-hmm. following someone while they run <laughs> faster than you're walking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, it's also, I, it's just fun to see like how people are like, oh, this is going to be so cool. And then like, they, some people are like, no, go back. Like, I don't like the direction. Which, I mean, I don't blame them. I don't. I don't. It makes sense. It doesn't. The one the grab I do have sometimes is it doesn't feel feel like an Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like an assassin. It's, you feel yeah. just like a, a fighter, dude. The biggest joke is always. I. I mean, the it's just more this one, and I think Odyssey. Mm. You don't like. You don't really have a. It's you can have a hood in Odyssey, but it's like an origin. <sighs> It's just like it's moving. It feels like it's moving away from that. Well, especially yeah. they've they've tended to, at least in my mind, Odyssey was the biggest example of. It wasn't really about assassins versus Templars either. It's they're going more into the lore of um, yeah. what the first civilization. Yeah. So, like your character doesn't have a hidden blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. Uh, it's weird. I do like how they're exploring their their uh lore and stuff like that mm-hmm. though like agreed that's cool that's what draws me in is just the fucking cool history and stuff yeah i will say the like i think and i'm not a game designer or anything but i think like as a you have to make a choice in choosing whether or not having like a, a giant game like an open world giant thing will add to the game or detract from it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of factors that go into it, like what kind of atmosphere you're going for. Like for Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, for the little that I have played of it, the openness of it all and how there is, there's like, it's not like you're traveling for miles with like nothing to like for you to do, right? They have some stuff, but it all feels a little bit empty, but I think that adds to it in that the that's kind of the atmosphere of the game is like all of this stuff has already happened. You're waking up in the aftermath of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it gives off this like peaceful yet kind of eerie feel. I don't know. I think like Breath of the Wild 
did like a really good job in using it like that. Um, oh, versus like if a world is it's just empty. And yeah, versus like just having a big open world just for the sake of like being able to say it, like just for a marketing point or something else. No, yeah, but I mean, I think with Assassin's Creed, they have the pride that most of the time when they do, they try to be as accurate as they can with certain parts. So, oh yeah, yeah. So no, I think that's I, one thing. Yeah, with that, which is also really cool. Uh, yeah. Wasn't it Origins that had the like? Yeah, both. I think the, both like, Origins cinematic. and Odyssey has oh. the. Um, what is it? They called? have that that specific game mode. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like that. the. It's not called music. Something. It's not museum, but essentially you just traverse the world. There's like no combat, and you can actually just explore. yeah. They just have a narrator talk about yeah. landmarks yeah. and cities yeah. and stuff, which, which is, is which is really cool. Super yeah. awesome, yeah. Which I mean, apparently, I remember when Origins came out and they released that. A lot of, I think, historical professors were like, "No, this is actually really good." And I think I heard a story that one professor actually used Assassin's Creed Origins to like showcase when he was talking about Egypt. He would use that and just I heard show about it. that, yeah. yeah. Because it was yeah. that accurate. That's cool. Yeah. But I mean, I was going to say, if you're hyped for this, I will say try Origins because that's when the Assassin's Creed div- like diverted to this kind of style of game. Mm-hmm. If you can play that or Odyssey, I think you'll be in the right mindset for what the next game will be. Because mm-hmm. I kind of agree with Luke. I, I, I don't think it's going to change. It's, they're going to build on top of what they have now. But I think it's still going to be like an RPG. They're still going to have like all these certain aspects that are built yeah, on. Yeah, they've, they've already talked about some yeah. of the RPG elements. So yeah. yeah. So if you can, and I personally like the combat more now because I didn't. Whenever you had to do the combat in the previous games, it was fun. And it was cool, like just playing from like each one. It was cool to see, like, oh, I'm getting, I have this power to like just kill this mob of enemies. Mm-hmm. But then after what, it felt like they just. Tr- they, that was like their thing and every time they a trailer came out I was like, oh it was just a montage of i'm killing five guys in a row mm. but and then in the game it's like okay cool i'm just doing the motions and then all right get me out of here that's what it felt like for me after a while okay whenever combat did come up yeah i do try to play stealth mode on that too now that i think about it yeah so i i think i just like the diversity I wonder if they're like all these RPG elements they're throwing in there are to um, get to, to kind of like try and satisfy every type of player. So oh, like satisfy sure. the people who do want to do stealthy and satisfy mm-hmm. the people who also just want to fucking yeah. like power trip or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cause or, I know or like want to play super aggro and loud. Right. Right. Cause I know in, as the game evolved, like from like one, two, three and all that, it's uh-huh. like they wanted to some people are like oh i just want to like go in and like have combat and just do all this stuff and not just because hmm. i i know back then it was it was more it was more difficult to like actually fight with your hidden blades for instance like if you land a hidden blade kill in melee combat you were really good quote hmm. unquote it was just harder and then we eventually just got easier it's just like over time the game's changed up to this point so yeah you you take what you can get. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. It's way off in the future. But uh-huh. so they've done Egypt, oh, they've ooh. done the Civil War, they've ooh. done Vikings, ooh. they've done Britain. Ooh. Um 
Where do you think they're going to go next? Because they've done like, there was the one Asian one. Asian one. The Asia one. I think it was Wasn't a, it? It was a Asia? mobile one. Yeah. That was, oh, that was or... a two point. That was a two point five D one. It was like a right. side. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you we... think they'll like go to Asia for like a, a full three D one? I honestly or... feel like the whole. I, people have been talking about this i think since assassin's creed 2 mm-hmm. where we want assassin's creed in japan because ninjas and samurai and assassins right I, to that's me that's time. gonna be the final fantasy 7 remake emergency push the button assassin's creed is dying or they, they, uh, they're just out of ideas they're like assassin's creed japan here you go just keep it in the back pocket yeah, yeah. just because yeah. yeah they've They've been cl- fans have been clamoring for that for what a decade now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, decade, so they, yeah, they know. Like as soon as they announce it, everyone's going to be excited. I, I I don't think it's going to be in specifically in Japan for a while. Right. I I would be interested to see like now that they've j- just as kind of like a uh, like a curveball because mm. they've been doing like history a bunch. Uh, I want to kind of do like something in the future, like go more sci-fi with with just one, just one, just a curveball. I think they would have to complete opposite for me. Yeah, I don't want that either. Actually, if if they do that, they have to test it out and do like the whole. When you get out of the animus, this is this this is the whole. I think that'd be cool as like a you're out of the animus experience. Maybe yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like these whole game actually like are i guess the assassins are like as like a we're fighting back kind of thing i don't know i think it'd be cool to see them do like a sci-fi partly because a big reason i like the assassin's creed franchise is because i like to see historical places Mm -hmm. i think you go because even with um it becomes splinter cell syndicate where just the city design just isn't as interesting yeah uh a lot of the spectacle i feel like of assassin's creed gets lost in modern day because mm. a lot yeah. of the cities are the same you can't like you can't really imagine someone in modern day just scaling up a building yeah Cause, yeah because oh, that's why it. i meant like few like sci-fi not like modern day so, so you so want like Splinter cell uh like cyberpunk like, uh, so you want like gravity boots and jetpacks and stuff? Not necessarily. They they can fill the world with I don't know whatever, but uh, just just a uh, in that setting. I just think it'd be cool to see something like that. Mm. But that's just me. It might just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think I'm in the same boat as Luke. I kind of want to see more historical stuff. If they do Japan, if they ever freaking do Japan, that would be the hilarious, most hype thing. People are going to lose their minds. Yeah. And I kind of wish, because they did, yeah, you're right. You brought up China. Like, they did China, technically. They did Russia, technically. And, like, an India one. But those are all, like, the side-scrolling ones. Right. And I See, really... If, hmm. this, this is a stupid idea. But... You know how, because they're tying into more of their in-game lore of the first civilization. Yeah, yeah. And they explain away, like with Odyssey, spoilers for Odyssey, that like the mythological, the mythological creatures are basically corrupted first civilization tech. Mm. 
What they're gonna what what if they turn into like the fate series where you go to ancient Babylonia uh, and you meet Gilgamesh and he's this crazy first civilization warlord and he just has his giant spinny sword and you're just yeah, stupid idea. No, it's funny that you mentioned Babylonia because I think my brother was looking on Reddit and then someone because this was announced, they're like, oh, they should look into these settings and like the number one for that guy was uh babylon babylon you could do india south yeah. america australia would be really funny but australia has like a very short time period where it's yeah. interesting and then it becomes modern mm-hmm. um i mean I, they could they kind of tease it with odyssey but like if you imagine if they set it in atlantis yeah like atlantis it's, that's heyday yeah, that'd be cool. They did. I don't think they've done an Asian one straight up, like no. Asia, or Middle East. Not, not they touched Middle East, but they haven't touched. Not yeah, India Asia. specifically, yeah. or like th- there's multiple time periods in India where it could be yeah. interesting. Fresh mm-hmm. Middle East, they've done Middle East. I'm dumb. I remember totally. in Re- in yeah. Revelations, yeah. they're they were in Turkey. Turkey? Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I even the first one was. Pretty close to that. Area. Yeah, the first one was yeah, like during the Crusades. Crusades. Mm-hmm. During the Crusades. Where's Damascus? That's Mil- that's Middle East. But like, what? Which part? I don't remember where. Oh, Syria. 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 That's what it was. Hmm. Where was our relations? Uh, it was. Eh. Going back to the the trailer. Uh, yeah, trailer. Call bullshit <laughs> on uh one part of that trailer. Everything else is awesome. There's one part where, like, the super, like, oh, I'm a tough knight. I'm going to go kill this Viking dude. The Viking dude stabs his sword through the dude's hamstring, like, out his the side of his kneecap. And the dude just pulls it out. And he walks like, it on. He, he, that's, not, that's not right. That's I not mean, historically accurate. There's a, a lot of going through. He would be things. on the ground crying. He would be crying. It's just like the world where they have the apple eaten, like, everywhere. Like just, pe- people were also calling giving the game the trailer flack because um, that scene where the Vikings start raiding a village and the main character Ivor spares the woman and child. Uh huh. Like, oh, that, yeah. that wouldn't happen. No, no. Like pe- people are, I think, rightfully worried that they might. Because same thing with um, Black Flag, uh-huh. where it was obviously during the golden age of piracy, but pirates were seen as overwhelmingly positive. People fear the same thing with Valhalla, where they make the Vikings overwhelmingly positive. Oh, I bet. And they make, I can't remember the king. Oh, um, um, they make king. him the bad guy. Yeah. Which yeah. The, the writers have said, like, it's not going to be so black and white. Like, there's going to be a lot of gray areas. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, they, they, I, I think they like, said they're. Historically, that king was considered a good king. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was, like, he was at least more good than bad. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they called him something. Oh, is it? Oh my god! Something the great. It was, it was something with an A in the great, but I don't want to. I, I mean, you kind of have to, because like, if you show your the main character dude killing a child, it's kind of like that. There's no uh, no coming back. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that. You you have to make them redeemable in some way, or like <sighs> likable in some way. Alfred the Great. Alfred. There you go. Alfred the Great. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, no, it, it looks super awesome. The I'm game looks too. good. 
at some remember, point, maybe they'll do another Stadia test and I'll get it for free again. But oh my god, <laughs> at this rate, I ain't touching Stadia with a ten foot stick. Oh, sorry, six foot with standards. I got it. Social distance. Distance yourself from Stadia. But that's pretty hype. Yeah. Yeah. May seventh. I'm excited. May seventh. Oh my. Oh, that's right. Oh. Wait. Oh yeah. Next week. Yeah. Time is just. Time is. Time is nothing. Time is nothing right now. (laughs) Yeah. Before I fucking knew it, April was over. It's wild. I I a momentary it's, it's question. Almost what are you summer. About? Yeah, it's almost summertime. Yeah. Wild. Anyway, don't hide for that. But I guess we'll see the gameplay next week. That'll be cool. Yeah. Thursday. Gonna tune in on that. Tune in. But I think with that, before we get into the topic, let's take a quick break. Yeah, we get some water. Go pee. Do a thing. Yeah. We'll be do back that too. a little bit. Be right back. And we're back from our break. How was your bathroom break game? Oh, it was good. It was yeah. good. I, uh, I poured some water. All right, anyway. Ways than one. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, it was good. I asked for this. Anyway, moving to the topic. So today, lead us on. Lead us on. on. So today, um, it was more kind of brought up because Destiny dropped like an update. They just address a lot of stuff as always every Thursday, but just started thinking like just thinking about how that works. I was just kind of curious with games nowadays. It's kind of it's obviously different on how some games change over time, and it's, it's kind of hard to explain. But I guess it's like I was just kind of curious what you guys think in regards to games nowadays versus before. Because before I felt like it was more static, quote unquote, where the game was always just. It came out of the box, and that's what you it's, got. It's the complete package. It's complete package. The game went gold. That's it. Mm. While now, it feels like a lot of games, and this is not now. Games are considered more dynamic, in my opinion. And dynamic mean like not saying like, oh, this game has an update. Like, oh, it just needs a bug patch. Like, I'm not talking about that. It's like, for instance, like a lot of MMOs or like Destiny, for instance. Like, every time a new season happens something changes they make some new stories or they add some new like gameplay but it's always changing over time so mm. it becomes more of a platform versus just like oh i'm gonna play this game from start to finish and then i'm done right um so i guess for instance i guess with destiny i keep bringing destiny because just because it's the first thing that i heard recently and i think it kind of makes a good point in that People were complaining about how the game just has nothing to do, even though they've added every time there's a new season right now. They add new stuff, but it's not new stuff that the community likes. So the developers always kind of come about and address it every other week and just touching on like, they just kind of touch on certain things. And I feel like nowadays, community, the gaming, the community, the gaming community has more of a say. And where some games go, like the direction that they go, and the yeah. developers sometimes just kind of cater to them. Do you guys think that's a good thing or a bad thing? First of all, ooh, is uh, it okay? I, I guess is it okay for a developer's work? So like a developer makes a game, and it's like this is how the game should be played, but over time, players just complain about how this works, and then eventually the game could just change completely. 
compared to how it came out like let's say a year ago mm. is it okay for for us as a consumer to just drive how a game should evolve if it can or even that's that go, that applies to assassin's creed also like over time people sometimes just complain about certain things and eventually the next game started changing certain things mm-hmm. like i'm sure like with um like later on the you, line what if more people are people agree with luke and they're like yeah. oh this rpg thing is kind of boring I mean, now that's, that's and, half that was half the fan base for odyssey like half of the community oh, really? was just like this sucks which i mean uh, i get it yeah hmm. so what do you guys think god man like the thing when you bring this up the thing the like immediate thing that i think of is the sonic movie and how basically yeah. public opinion completely changed the look of it or the look you think of that sonic. was a marketing scheme bro <laughs> <laughs> and maybe i don't fucking all the conspiracies and stuff i don't know but whether or not that's good i i i think it depends on on the game and what your game is so if your game is like a a continuing service type thing mm-hmm. where like destiny or world of warcraft or final fantasy uh 14 is the online one right 14 yes, yes. if it's something like that um Versus something that's more, like you said, uh, a more static game where it's like they build the game, it, like it's finished, it's done, and they send it out. Yeah, like God of War. Like God of War yeah. when it released, that was it. Right. Like my my take will be a little. I don't want to say different. It's going to be, I guess, a little more internal, because. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I worked in the game industry for a while. Yeah. One of the big things in design that's always stressed, not just from like other designers, but like you have very successful people in the game industry writing books mm-hmm. about how to make a video game. And one of the big things they always stress is know your audience. And so it's partly up to the developer to like already head off and cut off before it already happens a lot of the complaints your game will have and it's different for single player and multiplayer games like in a single player game um most single player games to me have a very like strong narrative focus mm-hmm. and so the the consumer the the player the gamer isn't going to have or in my mind shouldn't have a huge sway in how the game should feel because it's obviously the developers wanted the game to be this way so if you for instance um the main character is a female and you don't like playing as a female that's not their fault the the game is meant to be played from females perspective Uh, multiplayer though is a completely different story because obviously there's balance um, balancing issues and all that to me I think it's still important to listen to what your community is saying but they really shouldn't be the end all be all Mm -hmm. 
especially I'm going to use games as a service as an example, because most games as a service tend to have the core gameplay loop is always the same Mm -hmm. where new content drops. You need to get new stuff, like all new gear, all new weapons. So you can do the end game content, whether that be a raid or a dungeon or like the 40 man raids, 80 man raids, whatever. And when people complain about stuff like that, it's usually for garbage reasons where, mm-hmm. oh, this is too hard, or oh, this is too easy, or I want this to be faster. I want this specific thing. I, th- I think as a whole, gamers want to not, they want to be challenged without being challenged when they play games. And mm-hmm. so the expectations of most gamers is not very high in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. Because like, it's also like, like, especially in multiplayer, you tend to get a lot of vocal minority people. Right. Because generally, I'm I'm, I'm being very broad, but if someone is enjoying your game, they're not going to go out of their way to be like, this game is great. I like this game because X, Y, Z. It's, they're just going to play the game. Right. If the game is bad or they think it's bad, people will go bananas trying to convince everybody that it's bad. And that, like, I'm not exempt from that either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you, you, the developers have to be very careful about who they listen to. Yeah. I I think you're kind of like having to balance the, the direction that you're, trying to go and the uh just like the public opinion about it i kind of, i agree with luke in that the type of game the like single player story driven narrative games those are more of a um like the 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 people making the game obviously have like an intended experience that they are creating, mm-hmm. and so like I don't want to have a say in in that almost. Like if if I mean I mean obviously the if they show off their game and they're like this is what this is and I'm like oh wow that looks really cool I want to play it as it's been designed as it's been intended versus being like oh i don't like how this movement and and if it's something that detracts from it enough like it's on me to like stop playing it you know like i'll be mm-hmm. like all right i didn't enjoy this too much yeah like there there's a really fine line you have to ride where you're either a garbage developer or you're god's god's earth or god's <laughs> gift to earth in terms of game dev because as an example, Riot Studios, who they their big game is League of Legends. It was a huge meme, maybe like a month or two ago, where they were talking about, in one of their patch notes, I think, that our balance team has a combined 200 years of experience in game balance, so we know more than you. And their balance is, for Oof. a lot of people, they think balance is one of the worst things about the game. <laughs> That's that's a very funny statement because one, how big is your your team? <laughs> like if it, if it's two hundred years combined of like fifty people, it's like oh yeah, 
They each have like two so years. Because right. that's also a lot of people will call out Riot for bad balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hear this a lot with multiplayer games and like competitive multiplayer games in general mm-hmm. is do you even play the game you make? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the vast majority, of, I think Riot's, um, I don't want to say necessary balancing, but a lot of people who work for Riot uh-huh. aren't very highly ranked. Like they're probably oh, like... bad at the game. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of League of Legends, who do you listen to? The person who is bad at the game or someone who is legitimately the top 200, like top 200 players in the game? And yeah. there's both sides to, because like what I was saying to, what I was saying before, that top 200 player might just want the game to be easier for them specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, um, I'm a Teemo one trick. You need a buff Teemo so he does 500 true damage. I'm like, yeah, that's stupid. Why would I ever do that? <laughs> or Teemo is super oppressive. I can't beat his shrooms. When he puts down a shroom, he takes away 10% of his life. It's like, yeah, they're both stupid. And so trying to balance who to listen to is yeah hard yeah. And, but I, I i think it's more important to default to just just answering your question broadly mm-hmm. is the studio should know better so they should default to the studios it's i think very rare where you find the community one is correct about what they want and two actually know how to fix the problem mm-hmm. hmm I, but what about well, you? Uh, haven't you haven't answered your own question? Just out of curiosity, what what is your take on it, Harrison? I before I start blabbing, I because I've been like, thinking, I've thought comments. about it for a while. Mm-hmm. But I think if, just from my personal experience, just because I think the only game that I play that's been actually evolving, the most recent two were always. Overwatch and uh, Destiny. Mm-hmm. Those ones that like I would say I invested the most time that like I paid attention to patch or paid attention to patch notes gotcha. and like looked for changes and wanted to keep up with like what's the meta, how should or not like that I want to be a meta slave, but it's just like just know what yeah. I'm going up against. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. What do I need to just pay attention to? Like right now, for instance, Destiny is like it was supposed to be like it's kind of like the auto rifle. Uh, meta for instance and like i remember for overwatch it kept changing to like oh these are the team comps that you need to pay attention to and even so with that sometimes i think it depends i think mostly for multiplayer games sometimes it is important to pay attention to what the community feels because at the end of the day i think it is kind of important and that they're the ones playing your game and they can easily just drop you so is it i but it's kind of hard. It's a weird gray area, but I think sometimes what if the community, because you like a developer, when they make the game, sometimes it's like, Oh, you made this game. This is how you view it. And, but the moment you release it, you don't notice how all these things can go bad. Right. Right. Yeah. So what if, I mean, they play you, a lot, but, like, yeah, they, but even, but what, I mean, how, you can how say much that, can you prepare for stuff? Yeah. How much? Yeah. You can't, I don't think you can prepare too you much. You can never prepare enough. Like I'm, it's, yeah, I, that's, that's yeah. not possible. Yeah. yeah. So, some I think it just depends. Of course, it's always it depends. But I think most of the time, what if the community is right? 
but this is my yeah. personal experience too just because like True. if you notice like for instance destiny it's just a bounty grind like you're just playing as it feels like a chore to play destiny because all you're doing is just completing bounties to upgrade your level but how fun is that you're mm-hmm. just kind of checking off lists and once you do all of it for today you're done yeah am i playing these activities because i like it mm-hmm. if yeah. it's with friends maybe but but I, hmm. sorry go ahead no, I like, but yeah, I think the Bungie div, like addressing that bounties are like kind of a issue right now. It's just nice oh. to know. Okay, yeah, but it's kind of kind of going off from that, and this might just be because I'm someone who's easier to to please, <laughs> and like someone who's not hypercritical. Um, as long as kind of like what you were saying about like so the bounties like it wasn't fun to you to do that right which is the main problem in the game because the game in its essence should be fun to play um or 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 stimulate you in in a certain way that makes you continue to want to play the game um it is like a uh i think a balancing act that they have to do of like listening to the community and also like listening to the people who are playing their game and then uh, deciphering like who in that community should we listen to like the, the long time players or like, is it just like a, a vocal minority that's just come in and, and then leave after a few months or something like that. Right. And then balancing that with uh, what are we like, what what are we trying to create here? What is our direction? And it's like balancing that. I think as long as it's fun for me, then I'm okay. Like I mean, for, for, you were talking about Overwatch earlier. Yeah. Like as long as your your characters that you've created are fun to play, I guess I don't really care too much if there's like a meta. Like if I'm seeing the same champions over again. Or like if if only what? Obviously, if you have like ten out of a hundred uh, out of a hundred heroes or champions or whatever you want to call them, if you have ten out of a hundred that are good, that's probably pretty bad design, pretty pretty bad balancing. But um, I mean, if if the characters that are the ones that are being played are fun, then I'm cool. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah. And I guess um wait, did you want to add anything else, Luke? Because I don't remember if we like I was just gonna say we I mean I don't think we've really touched on if which one you guys prefer if you do have a preference on games as a service or yeah. just a released game. Because mm. uh, yeah. for me, like unless we want to talk about anything else, I was gonna talk about that. No, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, going back to the original, technically that's the original topic. So I oh, guess was it? <laughs> it's like static versus ambiguous. We started talking more about. Um, well, because I well, my question was, do you guys think that's okay to like? Yeah, should uh, you listen to your community? And I was going to round it back out to well, yeah. with like just like for instance, sing- most time a static game is mostly just single player, and mm-hmm. it's just self-contained. Gotcha. Not not saying it's linear. I'm just saying like it's just most time you don't have to update it too much. It's not like ever changing over time, right? Sure. Like God of War, you play that story, you get what you get. Mm-hmm. 
But I guess yeah. just another, just adding on to that though, because I'm also curious on this. So with a static game, for instance, I know with Shadow of Mortar back then, people liked playing that game. But then there's a point that when you finish, people were like, oh, I want it to be a little bit more difficult because I didn't get all the abilities I wanted by the end. Can we add a new game plus? Mm. And at the time, for new, or at least Shadow of Mortar, I don't think the team did. They're like, no, this is how we intended the game to be. We mm-hmm. want you to feel like you earned all these skills over time, and by the end, you feel like a badass. Gotcha. While with God of War, for instance, you could play through the entire story, and then you could actually do a new game plus run. Right. They added that later, but mm-hmm. I think they're already intending to do so. It seems oh, like. interesting. Yeah, it didn't seem because I think uh, people are like, oh, where's new game plus? They're like, we're gonna probably where it's in the works. We think we've been thinking about it. And then they released it. But I'm pretty sure it was already kind of in the works that they were going to do so. Mm. So with that, for instance, because there's not too many, from what I was looking at, there's not too many things to like just point out, oh, these are things in static games versus there's a level that's game-breaking that's not funny anymore. Like, right. is that something they should change? Or is it... Like single-player balance? Yeah, it's like, for instance, like this is this part of the level is so hard for me to get past. I just want to finish the story or just want to get past this part. Should the developer, this is like, should the developer like patch that? Nah, get good, son. <laughs> yeah, n- no. Like, well, what about, well, what about like God of War? Oh, sorry. I was like, specifically single player. Um, I don't think, like, unless it's obviously a game breaking bug, developers really shouldn't touch the game. Like, especially when, it's kind of um, two sides of the same coin mm-hmm. where I'm going to use Horizon Zero Dawn as an example okay. where there's a certain point where the game is just trivialized. If you want if like, if like you want to make the game easy, you make it easy because there's certain skills that Aloy can get where if you jump in the air while looking down your bow, then time slows down. Mm-hmm. And it honestly is, it makes the game brainless because you have so much time in the air to mm-hmm. aim and take your shots and you don't take damage mm-hmm. where it's super easy um and i mean if you want to play like it's a single player game it doesn't affect anybody and it's honestly up to you if you want to play that way okay and so if 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 there's something in the game that makes it super easy leave it in like if someone wants to play that way they can play that way mm-hmm. and on the f- Reverse side, like if it's too hard, then I honestly put the blame on the player, especially as almost especially only in a single player game, because single player is so much easier to quality control and test and play and get feedback on. Mm. Where if it was honestly too hard, I would say it would have been caught already right. during game development. Like I, I honestly can't think of a released game where something was so hard they had to fix it. Yeah. So what I mean, about... you have like a game like Ninja Gaiden, and that's like touted as like yeah, just but I think that's a hard game, right? Yeah, yeah. and and yeah. so I'm saying like you have something like as hard as that, and people mm-hmm. are still fine with it for like it has a reputation, but it's mm-hmm. like people still play the game. Yeah. So what about um? I remember there was this issue with Assassin's Creed Odyssey where 
it be, there's a point that the game became too grindy and that you couldn't progress the story because you weren't high enough of a level. But it, a lot of players were saying, this is too grindy. It takes me so long to just get past this point. Mm. Well, you can conveniently buy our 50% XP increase $5. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, and would you say that's an issue? Is, that's probably what they want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, if it's too grindy... Like that—that that doesn't necessarily make the game harder. It just makes it more tedious. And yeah, the game's tedious, and there are super complex reasons why a game would be like that. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't like if—if if they say like, no, we're not going to change it. I'm not going to be upset. Like it's, but like if you know, like they did it just to like fill up time. For instance, it's like, oh, this oh, is like, just kind just of like our adding, way. T- adding game yeah. time. Yeah, adding game time. For instance, uh. Like, I know, like, for instance, Ian talked about, like, I remember him playing, what was it, Final Fantasy 13, 1 or 2, whatever. And oh. you said there's a point that it just became super grindy. Uh. And, like, you, you're almost done with the story. I think it was one, the 13, I think, maybe. And that really? you were like, maybe? I, I didn't play them. On, I, I didn't finish 13 even, but you were I remember you talking about part of the game where you're like, oh, it became super grindy. Really? Okay. Dude, it's this been so long. I don't remember. Long, but like, yeah. I just also you complaining I've tried about. to like I've tried to like blur those memories out. Also, <laughs> so I will forever bring up how Ian Evil played. Like, you stuck with Final Fantasy Thirteen for a good bit. I was like, hell yeah, dude. But, no, I don't. I don't want to get into it. Listen, I spent one hundred forty <laughs> hours on the first game, and then two came out and it's like oh and then three came out and i just i, I just broke i, I just I, I didn't even touch it i i'm so sad <laughs> i'm so sad but now i'm healed it's, it's all good I, um, like it, it's weird to me um like I, i'm gonna since you were talking about odyssey i want to use odyssey mm-hmm. as another yeah, example yeah. where yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah you hit these weird walls where you're not leveled high enough and so you're soft soft locked where we're gonna pad time so you can't progress the main story so you just have to play our game a different way like mm-hmm. doing all those side quests because from what i understand like av- after having watched some pretty long um gameplay sessions mm-hmm. it's it's not like where you're mindlessly like oh i have to keep killing this thing mm-hmm. over and over right. it's like okay i can't do the main story i'll go to a different island and do this island storyline it's like it's always like you're always progressing some way it's just not mm-hmm. necessarily the main story yeah. yeah and in that case like no that's not the developer's fault um, uh, but that's like what if that's not how some, the person wants to play well some then they would maybe they just don't play that game yeah that the game's not for you then because i think uh, some like a lot of games like jrpgs specifically use that as like like that's a feature of like that anyone who knows jrpgs knows that they're going to get into some some grindy shit you know yeah like like that's like someone new to persona 5 wanting to play just the main story and not wanting to do like the social links and stuff like yeah you can do that but like it's not the developer's fault you didn't want to do those because yeah, yeah they take a lot of time they take a lot of resources but it's in the game for a reason mm-hmm. a different a point in the other 
side or a different perspective um is since i've been playing a lot of these like like moonlighter and uh hollow knight and ori um what else uh, slay the spire like a lot of um indie devs like that will um kind of stick around and update and patch their games a little bit um and a from at least from what I see on like Steam and stuff like that, it seems like people actually really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, because it's like, oh, the dev actually like isn't just churning out a game. He's actually like making it and then making sure that it is also enjoyed, I guess, to like its fullest extent. Or to a greater extent. I don't know. Um But yeah, it it's seen as a, a positive in that that yeah. a dev will update a, a game even after it's done like hollow knight i think that's it has had a few patches in it yeah i was gonna say i think like using uh, your example slay the spire for yeah. me is mm-hmm. the biggest positive because yeah he he adds a lot of new stuff and yeah. he does change a lot of game balance but it's always i mean because it's but a single it's player game you mm-hmm. don't feel you don't feel any worse for it. Mm. Like th- things become harder, things become easier, but it's not so different that mm. you just can't play the way you used to. You just have to be more careful. Yeah. And I guess it's for for that example specifically, it would be like how do I improve the experiment the experience without making the player feel like I had to dumb it down for them? right or how or or i how do i improve it without making them feel like cheated out of you know like a really hard fight or something like that and also like make it playable i mean yeah just balance like mm-hmm. yeah See, like that's where like in single player i think they just really shouldn't touch the games it's it games as a service where they should start touching those things like pretty seriously yeah um like I'm gonna pick on Destiny because it's kind of lately infamous for having weird weapon bugs, mm. where some are really fun and some are just so incredibly broken. <laughs> that Forever they trivialize the entire game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like it's in that weird spot where a lot of the weapon changes affect PVE only, and so does it really matter? Not really. Like you're you're not impacting another player negatively. Yeah, unless for the fact they want to play the game the way it's meant to. Mm-hmm. But like the wish ender bug was mm-hmm. a really fun bug, but they changed it and now it's probably fair because it trivializes content. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. Where, yeah, like Bungie did the right thing. I mean, they were really slow about it, <laughs> but they stepped in and changed the game. Same with um, the Zero Hour Heroic. The Zero Hour Where they, they finally fixed it. Uh-huh. And it and it's sucks. a bitch. Yeah, it sucks because now it's hard. It's super hard. But, like they want it to be hard. It's supposed to be. And it's supposed to be. Yes. Same thing. We're like, yeah, heroic. Like heroic is hard. We're not going to make it any easier because you can't yeah. do it. You need mm-hmm. to be better. Yeah. Which makes sense. Because that would like, because yeah, like people complain like, oh, it's too hard. It's like, like in the context of a raid, do you want to just you want us to remove raid mechanics? No, you, you want to learn to play the game. Go at it. 
Yeah. <laughs> so what about um? Yeah. So what about speaking of like oh it's too difficult. When it, like I've seen some games where they've had a game and someone com- I've seen some communities complain how it's super difficult. So then the developer caters to that and they add like a story mode, mm. like that level where it's just like oh you just experience the story and not have to worry about combat as much. Like almost Has that happened. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple of I know like there is I don't I mean God of War has their easy difficulty it's yeah. it's not as easy but that came as out of the difficulty sliders but it's pretty yeah. easy right but that was like on release that, that, that was on release, yeah are oh, you talking about like after the fact mm-hmm. yeah um because i think there was a couple a while it was a while back and it wasn't like huge games that were like oh this is insane but it's like oh they added a easy mode like even easier like baby mode essentially there's or maybe it's more uh, the original game had difficulty and then the sequel added like that kind of thing. But that was thought about in the sequel, so that means someone's complained about it enough in the original that the developers actually had to think about it when they developed the second one. Was that uh, Death Stranding that did that? Was it? I don't know no, if they I added think, it. No, I think it, they had it. it. Yeah, I think it was just in the game. Knowing so. Deo Kojima, he just wanted to like make a movie. Oh so yeah, sure. They, they had very easy mode. I just can't yeah. remember if they added it after. No, I think they had I, it already. I cannot think of a single game that has added post-release in easy mode. Chris Warren. Maybe I'm maybe I'm remembering things wrong. But I guess if a, if a developer did do that, would that be okay? Yeah, I mean. Because it's not hurting the like, game. Like it's single player the... games, developers in my mind have almost free reign to do. They could do whatever they want. Yeah. Like if they want to have instant death mode or invincibility mode, like I don't, I don't care. It's single player. I mean, that's when cheats come about. It's like you just play GTA just to input all the cheats, and it's just hilarious. Yeah. And like some people just want to play a video game to experience the story, and that's completely fine. Not the shit out of Skyrim. Have fun with it. Exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. I think the issue is always just more with dynamic, like just like uh, games as a platform. I think that's where the big issues are, where there's always more of a community that there's a following. Yeah, come... there's. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, yeah, I was just saying that. Like, yeah, there's a following, and sometimes the developer kind of listens too much and changes in accordance to like the vocal minority. Yeah, I think I. I still kind of think me. I think I I just have like this mentality of what if they're right, like, but that's in my experience. It's like oh, most time it is just kind of something the community notices that yeah, this is an issue. Maybe we need to rebalance this. Like they, I I would say most communities they always have like the nugget of truth, <laughs> but so many ridiculous fixes get thrown out where. Yeah. It's kind of hard to like, yeah, you guys are right, but you need to stop acting like morons and yeah. actually give a right answer. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, like using, I know Division 2 right now, the developers, massive, it's either massive or massive entertainment. They're under a lot of flack from specifically the Division t- subreddit because they nerf stuff. Maybe that was unjustified or not, but some of the, things people are wanting are insane 
It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you generally feel underpowered compared to NPCs, but that doesn't mean that you should have infinite gadgets. It should like you just need to tone numbers. Mm-hmm. Um especially when you get into when the the game platform has multiplayer competitive and multiplayer comp- or cooperative. That's like a whole nother mess. Cause especially with I feel competitive games, that's where it's really hard to you you can't not listen to your fans but you also have to know what's at stake right Mm. yeah yeah balancing multiplayer is it's a never-ending yeah (laughs) yeah i imagine but but it's also like no one's ever gonna be that's gonna make or break your game though like if you're bad if it's bad enough, it'll make it or break your game mm-hmm. for sure. If you can get it to like a certain par, like a certain level. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was looking this up because I wanted to, I didn't want to like just talk out my ass mm-hmm. about this. <laughs> um, but kind of going back to the whole Hollow Knight things, just since yeah. I'm playing it right now. Uh, something that I was curious about, because um, I know they've had like updates to the build and stuff like that. Um, but a way to that I think is really cool a way to um, like a way to change the game after it's released but without or actually I don't know if these updates were after it was released it was just during the builds but um, I'll just get to the point is they have uh these things in hollow knight called charms and the charms give you like an ability or or add an effect on top of an ability you already have or like there's one that um so you get you you find like a map in the game right and it's like the the map of the actual game uh the overworld or whatever um and there's a charm that lets you see where you are in the map because right. otherwise you'll have to like navigate yourself, right? Yeah, just guess where um, you are. Right. And you don't get that charm just automatically. No, you have to buy you it. You have right? to buy it, not with like actual money. It's like all in-game stuff, but like you 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 collect uh I don't know what they're called, but you collect coins from like it's the in-game currency. Yeah, yeah, basically. And then you can buy these charms and then these charms do different things for you. And so they've added a few throughout the build. They've added some charms that kind of make like a quality of life better. But you can play. It gives you the option to play like super hardcore mode where you have to figure out where you are in the map without like having a little icon show you and you have to remember the layouts of where all these other things are without having icons there too and stuff like that. And so I, I, I don't know. I think that's a really cool way to make it more accessible, make it for some more casual people. Yeah. Um, the easy babies. Um, <laughs> But also a way like it, it gives you the option to choose like do I want to make this fucking difficult or do I want to like just have fun and just play with this and like how much do I yeah like what what would entertain me and it gives you like some flexibility with that 
which is just i think it's a really smart dev move to be honest like it's like increasing and decreasing the difficulty without actually changing the game too much mm -hmm. right yeah yeah because yeah. like you'll have like i don't know like say the game comes out and players are like oh there's no like marker on the minimap oh that that's so dumb and then they'll be like all oh. right well here you can do this thing you kill like what five people to get enough money to buy this thing and there you go and people will be like oh cool and then the people who don't like that will be like i'll just play the way i was playing yeah i can choose not to yeah 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 i just thought it was cool i think it's a cool way to do that i think you have to like kind of figure that out too yeah it took me a bit <laughs> i i i know what you're talking about like for me it was just, i didn't know you had to buy the pins for a while mm -hmm. so i actually was just kind of playing blindly i was like damn yeah. it's kind of weird they don't tell you where you are oh you can buy it <laughs> oh you can yeah yeah and i mean and it's totally like you can do it though like it's totally valid to like mm -hmm. not buy any of those pins and just play through But that's that's single player, and it's a lot different than like a multiplayer, a multiplayer balancing type thing. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. And I, I like the more we talk about it, it became harder to like say, do I like games as a service or do I like static games? I think it's just more like what I look for in those type of games now. Yeah, His, historically, what I like, I don't think I like. One over the other. One or the other, yeah. But historically, what I have done is I'll have one service type, quote unquote, service type game mm -hmm. um, that I'll play with like friends and stuff, and I'll like have that like kind of continuing on, and then the other like uh, uh, out of like the hundred percent of my gaming time, fifty percent is probably that, and then fifty percent is, um like single player stuff single player. So, so i have like a good balance of both and i don't think i like one over the other i think it's just different like what'd you look for yeah yeah uh, i was i i think the better games and the games i like more are always the completer static games mm -hmm. i probably have more hours logged with games as a service but but that's probably mainly like i mean they're they're more fun because i can play them with my friends yeah Single player games are obviously single player, but I think they're just better and I enjoy them more. Hmm. Yeah. It doesn't help. Like, my favorite games are always like single player RPGs. So, mm. uh, hmm. I think for me, it's I like getting the most out of something. Mm -hmm. That's just something that's that's just as a joke. It's always been why I like open world because it was so cool. You can get so much stuff done and blah, blah, blah. Hmm. and now it's like oh i have so much stuff to do in this game oh no it's a lot oh no this might be too much <laughs> but i still like i still like it i stay in my cup yeah yeah i think i just like the progression and when it comes to dynamic games or like games as a service it's just kind of like it's never ending mm. but then there's that power creep then there's issues with like just bouncing out things over time anyway but so well, for some reason i always come back so do you have a one that you like more than the other? I think I think I like seeing things change over time. Uh -huh. Like it's just 
like why like me liking mmos uh-huh. from the beginning i like how oh this world's changing this is affecting like how you've been spending all these hours in this game all of a sudden yeah. change, and now you have to like there's new stuff to do but it's still like the game it's still like world of warcraft it's st- yeah yeah it's like although now the world it's is changing and and building yeah. upon itself yeah but although now you can legit call the old wow classic wow and that's that's a level <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I guess how much do you like to change but how yeah. much are you going to complain about it because people are going to complain about it and then eventually they're just going to do something maybe in the next expansion mm-hmm. and they complain out oh why can't we just go back but you mm-hmm. wanted this in the right place yeah yeah i kind of i think luke made me second guess myself I like the service games I only do play with friends. So mm-hmm. it is like a large part of that is like if we're comparing them like but I I like the the time that you spend with your friends that I I kind of put that in with it, right? Like it's inherent to the yeah. multiplayer experience. Yeah. But if want- if we wanted to like strip so, so, so I, I don't really like strip that away. But if I did, <laughs> if I did, and it was just like playing this game and playing this game by myself alone, it would probably be the, the more like single player games that I would be just because I think like how it it works is that it's like well i guess that's not true i was gonna say like the narrative is like i really enjoy narrative and storytelling Mm -hmm. so that's that's like a huge part of like single player games and stuff like that um or it's more paid attention to than like a multiplayer because in a multiplayer the big thing that you have to think about is like fuck how do all these things work together and and balance well together and stuff like that so by myself, single player with friends, multiplayer service, but like that's yeah. <laughs> that's probably <laughs> everybody. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. You like games? It's all good. Don't yeah. worry about. It. Play what you want. We all like games. We all like, <laughs> yeah. it's like games. Yeah. Just want to sit on my butt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same, dude. I'm gonna yeah. sit on your butt too. Take me on. Wait. All right. On that note. <laughs> that note. All right. I guess, uh, yeah. We like games. We hope you like games. Mm-hmm. Starting Let's, to ramble. Uh, hit them with playing the socials. Games. Yeah, yeah, keep playing games. Them. Keep playing games. Just play all of them. Stay Harrison. inside. Hit them with the socials. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us on Facebook at Super Pause Podcast. And that's also the same on Instagram, Twitter. And I think we have, yeah, we have YouTube, right, Ian? Yep. I point to Ian because he's the one I think made Nothing's it. Nothing's on it still. We're going to figure working, that out. We're working on it. Working out. So we got all this time. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. Yeah. But yeah. Thanks again for tuning in, listening to us. Just talk about random shit as always. <laughs> Super Boss Podcast signing off. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.